2: Welcome to episode number 483 of the Puckle Podcast. In case you're wondering, Puckle stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, which is a peculiar name our friend Thatch came up with when he was a wee little lad in high school. We've been (laughs) around for a very long time. (laughs) I am your current host, uh, the fluffiest Whimsicott. Don't worry, Thatch will be back soon. He has a sinus infection. He has not been paralyzed by a Galvantula, and if you got that reference, you've also been here for a very long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did not go back and listen to those episodes, so I don't know what that is in reference <laughs> to. Oh,
2: it's it's okay. It was it, it was a it was a good time. But as you could hear, I am joined today by. The Mandemith legend, the one who joins Roman and Greek letters in his name, R Sigma.
0: <laughs> Hello.
2: And the other Mandemith legend, the one whose name is spelled exactly correctly, just the way it is, Claude Nine. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I love to have you here, guys. So, in this podcast, we talk about everything Pokemon, usually more so the video games, but we touch on the trading card games, the spin-off games, the anime, the movies, absolutely anything we can get our greedy little hands on. Mm-hmm. It's a good time, and I hope you guys are going to have a good time listening, too. And I'm going to ask my friends what they've been up to lately, especially regarding Pokemon, but not only. Sigma, go.
0: Ah, I've been camping the Pokemon Center website. Oh. <laughs> for what? <laughs> There's a Dilly plush that hasn't released yet. I'm waiting Ooh. for it. I'm yes, waiting for it. That's very important. Because there is no schedule on when those stupid things release. So like every oh. day around release time, I'm like, okay, is it here today? There's been a lot of cool things going up there, though. There's some double Pikachu plushes with like the uh, regional character, or the main character's default clothing on. Hmm. And those are pretty cool. And they're up for pre-sale, so they don't sell out right away. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they throw them up for pre-sale right now, and they're like, eh, it'll ship in June. It's like, oh, so you're just letting everyone who wants that get it. I like yeah. that. Uh, that's much better than yesterday when they put out the uh, the Shining Fates. Oh, set of boxes, and it shut down the website because so many people were trying to buy them, and Ugh. the website died. Yeah,
3: but that's been a big hype now. Like, even still, I'm surprised how long, like, opening packs of Pokemon cards has gotten. I thought it would die down yeah. after, like, a month or two, but it's still around, and it's still, like, pretty hype.
0: It's dumb.
2: Well, I mean, what else do people have to do these days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> fair point, fair point. Yeah, but- <laughs> I think I might have gotten a couple of those, so I'm happy about that.
2: Oh, good for you! Mm-hmm. We'll see. What about you, Claude?
3: Uh, so, I mean, I'm involved with PTL. Uh, PDL. Mm-hmm. We 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 have hit this is this past week is was week seven. No, eight, seven it was seven. Mm. So we're basically like halfway through our season. It's going really well. A lot of people seem to be really enjoying it. Besides that, there's the. Poke with the episode streams first Thursday of the month for the time being. Of course. Uh, I'll plug the other one later. Other than that, like, I'm really excited because I found a recipe for, like, low-fat Alfredo sauce that I'm going to try and make today.
2: I'm, I'm trying not to take personal offense to that, but... Why? Okay. Why are you taking personal offense to that? No, I'm, I'm just making a joke about the fact that it's not an Italian dish at all. It's not? No, it's not. <laughs> it was made up in the States. <laughs>
3: Well, good thing I'm from the States, and exactly, <laughs> I can enjoy my nice fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> uh,
2: I think I am contractually obligated, as an Italian, to protest whenever some fake Italian food is brought up.
3: <laughs> now, if it's made by an Italian, is it still fake?
2: Hmm, good question. It's real Italian food made on a fake Italian recipe.
3: Yes. But... <laughs> oh, it's real Italian food with a fake sauce. That's really what it is.
2: Well, depends on where the pasta is from. Like the pickings were very slim the one time I tried to buy pasta in a U.S. supermarket. But
3: uh, see, I'm, I'm going purposely going to like the fancy rest, like the fancy like marketplace nearby, working get all the fancy mm. cheeses that are imported from around the world, and that will work. Try and make it a little better.
2: That will work because. Well, cheese is a difficult thing
3: oh yeah i have to I have to scour the scour the marketplace <laughs> there's that's what I love about my marketplace is there's like a whole section that's like three walls of cheese Mmm. it's delicious I'm excited
2: that sounds interesting yeah
3: I will send you a picture
2: Yes, Lots of cheese and as for myself, apart from eating real Italian food, I don't know if that counts if it's frozen. But I've been doing the community day today with Fletchling, all from the safety of my couch. Don't worry.
0: It's really easy to do that right now.
2: Yeah, it's really easy. I caught one single shiny out of maybe, I think, more than three dozen Fletchlings. (laughs) So I understand that that's pretty much the rate they go at.
0: That's what I thought it was, yeah. Yeah.
2: But I'm still a bit disappointed.
0: Like 1 in 40 or something like that for Community or something like that.
2: I mean, it's fair, but...
0: I think that's a fair rate.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted at least two because I actually like Shiny Chalum Flame. But then today I saw Shiny Fletchling and it's the exact color of peach flavored ice cream. And it's so cute. I just (laughs) wanted both of them. That's (laughs) great. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I got
0: an accidental shiny talent flame way back in X Y. So, ooh, uh, it was it was not hidden ability, but now it could be good. So, yay!
2: Yeah, now it can <laughs> be good. That's the, that's a the great thing about Gen Eight. Now suddenly all of our old useless shinies have a chance to oh shine. Pardon the pun.
3: <laughs> well, it's more because of heavy duty boots.
0: No, no, it's because of the ability patch. Yeah. <laughs> it lets oh, them have a yeah, ability. Like I have a bee too. That was hidden ability, but, or not hidden ability, but shiny. It's like, oh, I can fix that. Finally. Yeah.
2: My first random shiny was actually a Venipede in Gen 8. And I was like, oh, well, it's not hidden ability, but a couple of months later, now it's usable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, no, I I have spare Score Bunny and Grookey that are shiny. So mm. I could fix those, but I already have the shiny hidden ability one. So.
2: Oh, then you I could fix them. them.
0: I, I don't need to.
2: Yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> Might as well keep them that way.
0: The Grookey was an accident. I was just breeding Grookeys to like wonder trade,
2: Ooh. and
0: uh, one popped out. It's like, oh, hello,
2: wonderful. Yeah, that's that was nice. Like
0: super happy accident in the game.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I think that happened with Sobble for me. I was mm-hmm. just breeding for uh, a competitive one. I got several that were not hidden ability. Then I got one with the hidden ability, and I started breeding that one for a competitive hidden ability one, and I just got a shiny. So that was fun. And I really love Intellion's shiny too. But this is turning into the shiny Pokemon podcast. I think we can actually stop here and move on to something more substantial like our news. Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. For once, there isn't like 7 billion Pokemon Go items in this one, so hopefully this is going to go quickly. First off, in general news, there's going to be a fourth batch of Pokemon Journeys episodes released, and actually they're already available to watch on Netflix. Awesome.
0: They're the good ones, too. Oh. Is, this, is this the end
3: of Journeys, or is there still one more after this?
0: Uh, I believe they changed the series name at, for the next one, or something along oh. those lines. But this is the one where they battle with, like, Sasha and Zamazenta against Eternatus. So.
2: But they're still going to have, like, Go and all the other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No. They, okay, cool, cool, cool.
0: They just like to change it every year worth of episodes, so...
2: Good.
3: I think I recently found out that one of my, like, favorite bands does the Journeys theme song. oh it's walk off the earth and that i was so excited when i heard i'm like i know these people this sounds familiar (laughs)
2: it's amazing (laughs) i love that that's pretty cool yeah okay so next piece of news there's been another shift in the max rate battles in the wild area and for the month of march they're gonna be promoting steel and fairy type pokemon it's the month of zation apparently (laughs) <laughs> and then, speaking of raid battles, we were not able to defeat all the Pikachu's they wanted us to, but we defeated like 87% of the goal. So instead of giving us 100 Dianite Ore and 100 Armorite Ore, we only get 87 of each. Only, I said, as if that was a small number. You can go into the mystery gift option in your game and get them.
3: That's good enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is good enough.
3: It's more than you'll ever need.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
3: <laughs> I don't remember the last time I actually, like, did a real Dynamax raid. I thought I'd just go on now to play, like, ranked and stuff.
0: Door is nice for uh, hidden ability capsules, that's about it.
2: Yes, yes, that's pretty much mm-hmm. it.
0: Alright, going on to video game news, they've announced the next little tournament thing they like to do over a weekend, and it is the Spike Myth Cup restricted legends are banned and also everything that's not in one of the galar Dexes is banned so like no Incineroar. Mm. Dynamax also not a thing. So that's cool.
1: That's super
3: interesting. <laughs> is it singles
0: or doubles? It's singles and also because the galarian forms are available, I believe you're allowed to use like Zapdos still which is dumb. Mm. <laughs> it was still the best thing when Dynamax was a thing. I think it'll still be good when it's not. Yeah. Is it three is it still
3: like Picks, it's like Battle Spot yeah, singles.
0: Spring it six exp- it's it's singles without Dynamax or the okay. additional legends essentially. So no Entei, very sad. But no, uh, registered- no Landorus. Yep. I mean that's a good thing, I suppose. That, yeah. Except for the fact that that makes Zapdos better.
3: Zapdos yes. Mimikyu are the two, I think they're gonna just reign supreme. Yeah.
0: That said, since there is no Dynamax, it's kinda like OU, so things like Darmanitan could be stupid good.
3: Mm-mm. Oh yeah. Galarian oh, Dramatic.
0: Or Sandrush Vish, I've heard people talk about too.
1: Mm, yeah. Just Sand
0: in general with Vish or Excadrill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's scary. Especially since you don't have the easy weather changing. But anyways, the uh, registration is open till March 18th, and the event will run from the 19th to the 21st, and you get the classic 50 battle points for participating. And the new season of Ranked has begun. It's the same as the last season. Legends are allowed one per team.
3: All right, and now for everyone's favorite section, the Pokemon Go speed news. So, here we go. The Searching for Legends event has been announced and will run March 9th through March 15th. Various ground and steel types with shiny nose pass, who is neither, will be introduced during the event. I don't know why they're introducing shiny Nosepass, pass, but, you know, Short. Sure. They, um, they
2: had a lore excuse that you were, like, searching for legends and Nospaz is pointing the way to... The- I thought it was stupid.
3: His nose is the compass, I, I, I guess, yeah. that kind of works. And he evolves into a Steel-type, sure.
2: Yeah. Um.
3: Man. Yeah, but various Steel and Ground-type Pokémon will hatch from your 5k eggs. Various 1- and 3-star raids will also include Ground and Steel-type Pokémon. seed is notable for 1-stars for people trying to get more of him. And there'll be a special timed research for the event. Gibble is also the breakthrough research encounter for March, so yeah, do yeah, yeah, that your breakthrough researches. That, that's that, that's, that's a good one. Good. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, we are too late to tell you not to do that on the first of the month, like Quimsica did, because it only <laughs> rolls over at a certain time uh, on the Pacific coast, so I did it too early. So yeah, I,
0: I accidentally it. claimed it on uh, the 28th but I was oh. able to leave it sitting there and claim it after the uh, thing started, or after it changed, and I got the gibble and I was super happy. Oh, good.
3: As part of the celebration of Pokemon Go's fifth anniversary, Pokemon TCG will be releasing a Professor Willow card later this year, expected around May. Yep. Hmm. And then in Puckle news, if you guys are around, uh, March 11th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm hosting our monthly trivia night on the Twitch. It's a fun time. Come out, test your trivia knowledge against some of the toughest trivia that myself, McGee, and Lyer can come up with. Ooh. It's always, an, always fun.
2: I'm so sad that it's in the evening. Like one time, I I really wish I could be there. But
3: yeah, I'm well, old if
2: if, and if there's speak.
3: another time, we can always do it on a Saturday or Sunday that works best for everyone else. But with listeners from around the world, someone's going to be upset every time.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's Europeans. And it's fine. <laughs> I'm okay <laughs> with it. What's the that.
3: Europeans or Aussians or someone gets upset. So we'll we'll find another time to do one for everyone else. We might have to do it like an early morning one mm. at some point.
2: I'm sure all of our friends in Europe and the UK will appreciate it. Also, it's very sad that I had to say Europe and the UK. But...
3: <laughs> yeah. Europe, UK. <laughs> Don't forget Aussies cuz I know we have a whole bunch of listeners from Australia.
2: Oh, I—I I mean, we I mean, are the incompatible.
0: works for them, kind of. Uh. <laughs>
3: we are all—we are all incompatible. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> if that means I have to wake up at like two or three in the morning to host a trivia night, I, I will—I will do no, it. No,
2: please don't. Please. I—I <laughs> I,
3: would—I would do it in a heartbeat. That sounds like so much fun. Or just stay up super late is the real answer. I don't mean, ever...
2: why can't Liger do it? He's already there. Shh!
3: <laughs> don't ruin this
2: okay okay fine I'll, I'll let you keep your little fantasy but,
3: thank you um, i like my fantasies
2: <laughs> speaking of trivia it is now time for us to move on to Pockle's famed pokey quiz where i am going to quiz my fellow co host on their absolutely wildly insane pokemon knowledge
0: They can cash it in for an eighth point.
2: Oh, hi to you too, Mark. And thank you for reading us the rather convoluted rules of our little quiz game. Now, if you guys are ready, we can start right off with question number one.
0: Sure. All right.
2: All right. So this question comes from Spike. And they want to know which type managed to maintain the same number of overall Pokemon belonging to that type, while a generation transition happened.
3: What? I'm sorry, I'm just a little confused.
0: So we went from one gen to another gen, and the same number of Pokemon still had that same type.
2: Exactly.
3: So, do you want the cheating answer of between gen 1 and 2, the same number of fairies exist?
0: Yeah, but that's the same for like 2 to 3, 3 to 4, 4 to (laughs) 5.
3: I know, I'm just...
0: It's very cheaty. Uh,
3: no, if so not w- when thing, they say the same number from one gen to another, do they mean like the same number were introduced?
2: No, no no, no no no.
0: no, as in nothing was introduced, I believe, right?
2: Okay, so the question works this way. If you count off, say the number of I don't know fire types in generation one and then it rolls over to Gen 2 and with the Gen 2 decks, you count off how many fire types there are. The answer would be the same. Now, this is obviously not true for fire types Mm -hmm. between generations one and two. But it is true for another type with another generation shift. What is that type?
0: So, okay. Uh, Do Megas count?
2: I don't think so.
3: So so this has to be a later generation?
0: I'm thinking... It has to be either four to five. I'm thinking five to six because Sperry took some Pokemon away.
3: Yeah, I'm saying it either has to be four to five... Because the decks in Gen Five is just like it's just the new Pokemon.
2: Oh no, no, no! I mean in the national decks.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking it's five to six, and there were enough Pokemon in, say, normal type that got the fairy type that the new normal types replaced. Oh, the normal
3: yes. types that were
0: gone is my guess. Okay, something like
3: now that. I understand the question, and it has to then it has to be fairy.
0: For normal, normal, it would be normal.
3: So it's either normal or between Gen One and Two electric.
0: So hear me out. Normal lost Cleffa, Clefairy, Clefable, and Azuril, right? So I think yeah. maybe Gen 6 introduced four new Normal types between Bunnel B. It introduced five, so there might be another Normal type that we lost at some point.
3: Uh, did In you forget all the Igly buffs and Wigglytops? They didn't so lose six. Normal. They didn't lose it's it. It's
2: been it. a little while, so I need an answer, guys.
3: All right, uh, let's go with it then. I, mean, I, I it think that's
0: but I think normal is the only one that really. Lo- oh, we lost Nubble and Garibble too, so I think we yeah. I think it. I think it's normal between okay. uh, five, five and six. six. Yeah.
2: Normal is correct. <laughs> you <laughs> did find you did find the catch in the question, and it, it was actually eight Pokemon that lost okay. a normal type, and eight normal types that got introduced in Gen Six.
0: I think I got the count up to six. Mentally, yeah, like it snubble,
2: was the Clefairy line, Azuril. uh, the Togepi line actually.
0: Uh, that that would be the mm-hmm. other three. That's things. the other one, yes. And yes. then Stumble and grumble
2: yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, but Azuril too. Uh,
2: yes, um, actually, Azuril is normal fairy. Oh, it
0: is so normal fairy, it, it didn't lose, it? It. It didn't oh, lose it. a normal okay. type. No. That's so dumb, that's so dumb.
2: Yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> that one works weird.
0: Is it, is it the
3: only not No, it's not the only normal very Wigglytuff. Oh am I kidding? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah Wigglytuff and Jigglypuff. <laughs> That's and important Jigglypuff.
0: later. That's important later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you got one point for that question, and we can move on to question number two. What Pokemon line can achieve two evolutions at level one?
3: Oh. Uh, only two? Because Eevee can achieve three. Four.
2: Uh... No, five.
3: <laughs> five. <laughs> so, no,
2: <laughs> two consecutive evolutions.
3: Hmm. Pokemon can conceive, can get two consecutive evolutions at level one, meaning Mm-mm. the evolution of the mon is still at level one, right?
2: Yes.
0: So Porygon, yeah, Porygon, you trade it twice.
2: Porygon is correct because they are both trade evolutions. Yeah. So yep. yes, <laughs> you can still have, uh, say, a Roserade. That's level one, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily evolve doesn't from evolve a bidu. It can only be yeah. evolve from a Roselia if it's still level one.
3: You can have a level two that evolved from a that's, that's That was where my mind was headed, and I'm like, all right, you have to friendship, so it has to be level two.
2: Exactly. So the next question is your Pokedex entry question, as usual. Uh, as such, does every time. I'm gonna read off a Pokedex entry. And if you can't find the answer with that one, or I feel you are struggling, I'm going to read off a second Pokedex entry. And if you guess it from the first one, you'll get two points. If you guess it from the second one, you'll get one point. If you don't guess it at all, guess what? You get zero points. All right. This question comes from Coil Builder, and it's the Pokemon Why dex entry for these Pokemon states. It tosses its enemies around with agility. It uses all its limbs to fight in its own unique style.
3: Tosses enemies around? I'm
0: I'm feeling I'm feeling bug. <laughs> see, you're, you're 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 thinking bug. I'm thinking fighting. Uh, maybe it is fighting. Maybe it's Hitmontop. So, uh, can, can you
3: repeat that Dex entry again? I want to just of course see if I.
2: It tosses its enemies around with agility. It uses all its limbs to fight in its own unique style.
0: Okay,
3: I think I know what it is. Okay, what do you think? So, because it said it uses all of its limbs, that means it uses both its hands and its feet.
0: That's why I'm thinking top maybe, but...
3: Well, Hipmontop doesn't uses just its feet, doesn't use its hands very much. I was thinking okay. Infernape.
0: Ooh, okay, yeah.
3: Because I have this clear, like, me- like, mental image of, like, Gen 4 Infernape from the anime using its hands and feet and, like flipping around. Yeah,
0: yeah, I could see a monkey, I could see it being
3: a uh, My mind went to a monkey, yeah. I mean, Infernape's only, like, the fighting monkey I can think of.
0: But, uh, I, I don't
3: know, we might need the other hint anyways.
0: Yeah, no, we, we say Infernape and see what it, we get. Okay.
2: Infernape is actually correct. You do not need the second Pokedex entry. Good job.
1: Yay.
2: <sighs> yes. Okay. Just out of curiosity, the other entry was from Pearl, and it said, its crown of fire is indicative of its fiery <laughs> nature.
0: Yep. <laughs> Yeah, no, we would get okay.
2: <laughs> it is beaten by none in terms of quickness. Okay, yes, it yeah. is infinite. Good job, you guys are four for three, and we are now off to our multiple answer question. This one has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven answers, and this can only be worth two points. So I'm going to be a bit mean. I'm going to say that I'll give you a point for each three answers you can give me.
3: So there are six total, right?
2: There are seven total, but the last one is only up for uh, bragging rights. Got it. So this question comes from K-King, and they want to know what were the code names for the Ultra Beasts in Sun and Moon? Okay. We're excluding the ones from Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because there are 7 billion of them at that point.
0: Rip okay. Needle and Blast. Rip.
3: Yeah. So we have Absorption that's Buzzwole, Beauty is Pheromosa. That's correct. Thunder is Zerkitry. Blade is Kartana. And that's, that's where I kind of fall apart.
2: So Zerkitry is actually incorrect, the one you've stated.
3: Is it UB Spark? It so, is Thunder or... is Lightning?
2: It is Lightning. I'll, okay. I'll give Sorry. you that one.
3: In my mind, it's the same thing, but...
2: So <laughs> you are at four, so you get one point so far. Okay. If you can give me two more, you get another point.
3: I don't remember Nihiligo... Or, um... buzzwell or... No, so Buzzwell was absorption. We got that.
2: Uh, oh, okay.
0: Uh, so, is it gluttony? UB glutton?
3: Yes. yes. Gluttony is... That's uh Guzzlord? circuitry. I'm sorry, circuitry. Guzzlord. Guzzlord. So, is it just Nelego and Celesteel, so, I don't remember. Uh, is it UB... It's not UB rocket. Uh, Is it like... Bl- I of want to say it's like UB blastoff,
0: but... It's no, not. that's Blacephalon. That's Blacephalon. Oh, no.
2: I'm going to need an answer pretty uh...
0: soon. I wish they were better cards than the TCG. So, uh, all right, all right.
3: So, it was. What, what's a synonym for rocket? Then we have to just go with that and hope that's it for Celesteela. Like burst? I don't know. Burst? I, I guess. I, I I have nothing. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing either.
2: You don't even want to try to say one for Nihiligo.
3: Uh I have yeah. no idea what it could be.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Because I know it's not like just poison or toxic or something like that. It's some obscure fancy word.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> Of course it is. <laughs> okay, so the ones you said for Celestila were incorrect.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not surprised.
2: <laughs> so you don't get the bonus point. You were very close though, because Celestila is UB Blaster.
0: Uh yeah, that's yes. okay. <laughs> Blast
3: off blaster, same thing.
2: Yeah. And Nihilig is is UB Symbiont.
3: Mm, nope. So. Wasn't getting that. No. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Uh, I only uh, am familiar with that word because I loved Star Trek Deep Space Nine as a kid. (laughs) But (laughs) that gives you one point for this answer. You are still on track to cash in your hint for an extra point because you did get this question correct. You just didn't get the bonus point. You are at five points for four questions so far. And we are moving on to the last question, which, as usual, is the base stat question.
1: Yay! Yeah. Yeah,
2: indeed. So this one is from Polywo, and they want to know excluding Megas, which fairy type has the highest special attack?
0: Okay.
3: Excluding Megas?
2: Excluding Megas.
0: So it's not Mega Deontay. Yeah, there, there me- goes the easy <laughs> answer.
3: <laughs> uh, is it Xerneas?
0: Uh, Xerneas is 131,
3: I believe. That's the first thing that popped into my head was... With Kapulele
0: directly underneath it what's with 130. 130. Yeah. yeah,
3: Fairy type. Because I know Mega Gardevoir, I think, had the highest. And that's Mega.
0: Mega Gardevoir might have been better than Deansi, yeah? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not Deansi. Regular Deansi does not have a good... I think it's 100, deck. but even then... Yeah. Like, it's not 131. All right, so what fairy types? Because there are no Alter Beast fairy types, so that's nice. It's not Zashin.
3: How high is, um, what's it called? Yeah, it's, uh, uh what, are right, Gen 8.
0: I don't think it's Hatterene. Okay. Because I think it has relatively balanced defenses and a decent HP to offset its speed. Uh, and it has, like, an okay attack, I think, too. Because
3: I know Hatterene's up there. Yeah. What about Magearna? Uh,
0: I feel like it's 125. Okay. Because it has really high defenses, too, right?
3: Because I know Primarina is below 130.
2: I am going to need an answer, unless you guys want to use the hint.
3: What do you you think, Sigma?
2: Do we want to use the hint?
3: Let's use the hint. Why not? I'd rather get it right than get an extra point.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, so it has the same typing as the Mega Fairy type that has the highest special attack.
0: So what you're saying is it's Hatterene. All
1: right,
3: so Hatterene it is.
2: Hatterin is correct. <laughs> Glad we did that. Glad
3: <laughs> what is it?
1: Yes.
2: It's 136 and Xerneas oh, okay. is 131. Tapulele yep. and Magirna are both ah, at 130. Okay. And okay. then Primarina is actually after that at 126. Okay, okay. So that was a great job. You guys got one, two, three, four, five, six points today. Cool. Yay. And I actually, uh, I'm sorry, I don't have the document pulled up but I That's might fine. still be ahead. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> I think I'm up there. We're not competing for points. We're competing for fun. Yeah.
2: I mean, I am competing for fun as well, but apparently circumstances lined up and I got too many points. So <laughs> let me let me just pull it up.
3: Next trivia cycle. I'll just make sure I'm on and I get like four, eight points in a row and then I can just be done.
2: See, the problem was that I got the rollover points.
3: Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Then you got on like two episodes in a row.
2: Yeah, and then I filled in one week that no one showed up for the episode, so... Okay, so the standings are as follows. I am still first with 25. Then R-Sigma is now in second place with 18 points. Then Linian with 14 Claude, you are now tied with Seth at 12 points. Sublime follows you with 10. Pimagi and Jushiro are tied at 5 points. And Shamu and Basket still have to get on the board. So, you guys are starting to catch up. I I might need to be on an episode soon.
0: (laughs) Eh, I'm not going to be on an episode until either the very end of this month or now. Yeah, same.
2: (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see. But... That is all for our quiz, and we can now move on to our topic.
1: Yay!
3: Don't forget to check out the Puckle YouTube this week to catch another extended
0: mailbag. We have a few more emails to get through, so be sure to check it out, Puckle Podcast, on YouTube. On to the topic.
2: And welcome to our topic, which today is going to be, are all of these new Pokemon games we're getting going to be worth it? And in order to be worth it, What should they have? Over
3: the course of, like, almost a year, we're going to get Snap 2, what's it, uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes, and, what's it, Legends. So, like, that's... (laughs) And if each game is going to come at around, like, 60 bucks, that's a lot of money.
2: (laughs) It is a lot of money. And you know us, we we pretty much buy everything Pokemon, but not everyone does, and that's very fair. So... In order for us to feel like we've had our money's worth and our time's worth, what should these games have? Mm -hmm. And I think we should start discussing the remake because we've essentially been waiting for this for five years, more than Mm -hmm. five years, from whenever Mm -hmm. it is that Auras came out.
0: Like most people were expecting it in that let's go slot. Uh, Yeah. Mm. And it looks like it was designed for that let's go slot, but that's beside the point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it looks like, as someone would say, the Luke is choices.
0: I don't mind it. I think it's cute. Yeah,
2: I think the problem the Luke has is that as soon as we had a 3D engine, we just stepped away a, br- a bit from how tiny the sprites were by necessity. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's a very faithful rendition of what the tiny chibi sprite from gen 4 would look like in 3d yes mm-hmm. so yeah. i understand what they're doing but is it too much sigma was putting this question when we were discussing this topic of the yeah, air how faithful is too faithful mm-hmm. because yes you're recreating the look and possibly the feel of the old game but if you're doing so on a console that can run stuff like Breath of the Wild, the question is, should you?
3: Yeah. Like, I understand them doing the whole, like, visual ratio of, oh, this looks just like the old game. Especially
0: much. being developed by someone not Game Freak. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: It, it looks like someone's like, all right, here, play this game, recreate it in this engine.
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's it. And then we'll give you the battle engine to use.
3: Yeah, and they have the, like let's the, say, was it Let's Go Battle Engine? No, it, it, it Sword and Shields. I think it,
0: it is. All right.
3: Either way, it's
2: Sword and Shield with better shadows. For some reason, that's the thing they focused on.
3: Uh. <laughs> but like, the question comes: What are they going to do about fairy
0: type? Are we going to have fairy type?
2: That's an excellent question.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't balanced around it.
2: Exactly, like infrared, leaf green, magnemite is still a steel type. You mm-hmm. can't evolve your, your Golbat, which is another choice and one I don't think anyone agrees with. Exactly.
3: So there are a couple of those, like evolutions that, like, because that was the whole premise of Gen Four was evolutions. There are more evolutions.
2: Yeah,
0: that's a good question is, do you think it'll be platinum decks? Or do you think it'll go up to the national decks? Or do you think it'll have extra things like uh, Those are good questions. right? So
3: my guess, if I had to throw a guess out there was be it would be basically the diamond and pearl. Actually, I don't even know.
0: So the weird thing about the weird thing about platinum is apparently most Pokemon were available in diamond, pearl and platinum outside of like The starters and legendaries.
3: And then, like, (laughs) was
0: it Tangela? (laughs) No, actually, Tangela was in Platinum. Oh, cool. Platinum fixed a lot of the problems. Uh, It It allowed you to get the Pokemon that could evolve, like the uh, Game Boy inserts and whatnot.
3: That brings the other question of fire types in in Sinnoh. There are no fire types.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that they will fix that. How are they going to release
3: a game without Charizard?
2: Well,. Mm Well, (laughs) that's another thing altogether. Because So there's two things that I think are very interesting to think about. First of all, will you be able to evolve even to Sylveon?
0: Yeah, like that goes with the fairy type.
2: It goes with the fairy type, but it also has a value that is affection and not friendship that wasn't in Gen 4. And Gen 4 has no mechanic for it.
0: Uh, Sword and Shield changed it. Affection and happiness are the same thing. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's fair. Uh,
0: so, it just... Gen 8 changed it. So, or, mm-hmm. it's not the biggest deal in the world.
2: Okay. And the other one is will the Pokemon that are in home be able to be transferred into Diamond and Pearl at some point? Or will you get Sword and Shield to Electric Boogaloo? Mm-hmm.
3: I think that all depends on what they do, like battle wise. I think like this. This remake is just going to be a remake with some other things. Mm-hmm. I, I full. I think they could add like a battle tower or like some sort of frontier, like they did, and then platinum before, where it's all right. Here's a little bit of post game that you can mm. play with. However, I do think Sword and Shield is their main like engine as far as competitive is concerned. I agree, and they'll either be another patch or something. To that, allow
0: for Diamond and Pearl Pokemon exactly.
3: to leave and not come back.
0: It'll be like I could see it being like Let's Go, where you can't bring Pokemon into it, but you can take Pokemon out of it.
2: Mm-hmm. See blast. I don't know. Oh, like, that's for sure.
3: Because the Diamond and Pearl decks, like, they're not gonna have all like what's it, four ninety three at that time?
2: Yeah, yeah. I no. Mean- it would pro
0: like at most it's like a four fifty number if you take out all the starters and yeah. legends that aren't in those games. But like
3: I, I think they'll allow you to have them all. I think they might let you transfer those in there. I just don't think you'll get anything beyond Gen 4.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm curious about.
2: But it's weird because some of the things that could theoretically exist in Gen 4, but are not in the Platinum decks, are not Mm -hmm. in the Sword and Shield decks, but could theoretically exist in Gen 4 if you brought them up from previous generations.
0: Yeah, but that's only the starters, though. Yeah. That's literally just the Gen two starters.
3: Because <laughs> like, if you look at what they did with uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green, like you had the new types of Dark and Steel, they adjusted a lot of that for the different Mons that you could face. At least with Magnemite, you just couldn't evolve a couple of things. The only evolve that yeah. we would be missing is, I believe, is Silbion.
0: Yeah. Well, didn't they give? Uh, uh, was it was it Fire Red and Leaf Green where they gave Charmander Metal Claw? To- yeah. Yes. Exactly so it could handle brock because so like, that was that would be curious okay.
3: to see what other fairy types they bring in um mm-hmm. but like that's just comparing the two games there are still other things they could do like to the games themselves that could make it worth it yeah cuz i'm really like my favorite part of gen 4 was the underground
2: oh yeah and i'm
3: really excited to see what they do with this because if it's the same like all right you get to create your own secret base area Mm -hmm. and then you get to go basically play capture the flag with your friends
2: yeah that was a
3: lot of fun i remember my friends and i we used to just sit and try and like set up traps for people to like get through to get the flags Mm -hmm. um or what i remember fondly was all right we'd all like jump into the underground and see who could be the first person to find a fossil and we would just be sitting in a room together just all in our ds's trying to like tap away and find the right fossil
2: yeah yeah I didn't really do that. I didn't really have people to play with. So I did spend all my time in the underground just digging for stuff. Just because the minigame was fun.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think on like the Switch, they could do more with it. That's what my hope and dream is. Uh, And I miss the Poketch. I like the Poketch
0: a lot. I'm just hoping that Wi-Fi is a thing.
2: That better be. It was present in the original games.
0: Well, no. Wi-Fi underground.
2: Wi-Fi underground. Oh, Wi-Fi. mm because in the
0: original that. games, it was only it was locked to local. Uh, yeah, which is sad.
3: Because that would be cool to be like with people around the world, and we can like have Puckle Underground nights, oh. the Pokemon Underground Champions League.
2: Finally,
3: yeah, it's real. <laughs> Maybe, well, hopefully.
2: I mean, that would be amazing, honestly.
3: Because the other big part of Diamond and Pearl in my mind is the fact they had a GTS in the game.
1: Yes, That's I wonder
3: yeah. is that going to still be there? I can be able to trade with other people. From those games.
1: Hmm. Like, there's always the
3: idea of they could bring out Megas all of a sudden Mm -hmm. as a way to lure people in. Um, Think of all of the Gen 4 had, I think, probably the most event Pokemon out there.
2: Oh, gosh. They had so many.
3: Because I think someone saw in one of the trailers that one of the characters that lets you get Shaman was there in, like, Floroma Town. Yes. Does that mean there's a possibility we could get all these extra events that are just in the game? That, like, that, like, that gives you something to do, like get Shaman, Cresselia, Cry.
2: So last week, Dash and the others said we'll probably get Darkrai the way that we got the Oxes in the Delta episode, and I tend to agree, but I would okay actually prefer to get Shaman, <laughs> to be honest. I,
0: I feel like you could do both. Uh, Manaphy is the one I'm curious about, mm. because they even skipped Manaphy and Go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They skipped over Manaphy for Victini right away. Uh, Yeah. So hopefully they have some kind of plan for Manaphy.
2: Yeah. I mean, Pokemon Go. Has a big thing around eggs. Manaphy originally mm-hmm. came from an egg, so they might be planning some weird event, but since it's weird, they might not have found a way to code it yet. That's very common with Niantic. Uh,
0: Pal Park is another interesting thing that they can do stuff with. Like, mm-hmm. do you just remove it? I just. That in the Great
3: Marsh.
2: Yeah. Great Marsh
0: can just be the same.
3: Uh, well, yeah, it could be the same, but like, you could do so much more with it.
2: It could, but at this point, I'm thinking maybe. Since it's not Game Freak, they will not, not have too hard. dared to stray too far.
1: <laughs>
3: and I, I think that's safe.
2: Yeah. Well, on the other hand, Game Freak is going... Oh God, another pun. Is going wild with Legends of Arceus. Oh, Legends. Arceus. Uh, that's a stupid title. But I don't know. <laughs> like, that one, for me, is a bit weird. Because the trailer made it seem so empty. And like many other people, I find myself thinking, well, it doesn't look like there's much to this game, but it's also like over a year away, probably.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a, a teaser, what they gave us.
2: mm Yeah.
3: It's one of those things where as we get more information, we'll know more. And like, I really can't form an opinion on it yet because
1: exactly.
2: there's just so much. What should it have for you to specifically... To make you say, yes, this was absolutely worth the 60 bucks I spent on it.
0: So the goal is the Pokédex, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what if, like, the game's boss battles were legendaries? Uh, like, you're the one who's sealing away Regigigas and Snowpoints. Oh. Something like that. So kind of like
3: mystery dungeon bosses?
0: Kind of like mystery dungeon bosses. Like, those are your bosses in the game. Is you're the one who's, you're the one who puts the, uh, Mesprit, Uxie, and Azelf to sleep.
2: That's like that. fascinating.
3: That would almost be like you are the evil person then.
2: Well, Like you, that's
3: the progression. Uh-huh. You do
2: have a Team Galactic patch, proto patch on your sleeve. Well, maybe yeah. Team
3: Galactic wasn't bad to begin with.
2: Yeah,
0: it was just Cyrus that who great, gained the power in the organization that ended up yeah. bad. Wow. I think the
3: thing that will keep me interested is if beyond the main storyline, there are like actual side quests to go and do.
0: Mm-hmm. i'm kind of hoping like spir- imagine Spiritum being a side quest oh, like electrical exactly. spirits to create a spirit tomb
2: oh wow that sounds proto Rotom.
0: Really uh that could be fun that would yeah, be fun. that
2: that's that's a thing i'd like to see because it really can't be anything like the one we have now it's mm-hmm. like over a hundred years ago so no electronics
3: I know there's different rumors going around about, like, are you only going to be able to have six Pokemon and only six Pokemon for the entire game? Because
2: there's because no PC. Because there is PC. no PC. Right.
3: So, so do you have to, like, choose what you're using? Granted, you're also, like, in a realm where your starters are different.
2: Wow.
0: I could see it being a weird, like, you can carry six on you because that's what what's comfortable but you have like access to all of them in your backpack or something like that. It's like the mobile PC in Let's Go or something like
2: mm. that. Yeah,
0: I can I can see that too.
2: Maybe. It's it's weird to think about a game that is not supposed to have any modern commodity because it's actually set so far into the past, but <laughs> at the same time, players are so used to the modern commodities that If you give them a game without them, they might dislike it.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I I think it needs to have, like, elements of other games than in it. Like, Mm -hmm. I would love to see a bunch of, like, mini games or, like, other little things you have to do. Like, I would love to see a scene where you are being chased by, like, a horde of, I don't know, Tauros or some other Pokemon. Yeah. And you basically are running away from them and you're, you just have to run away. And that's the whole objective of this little mission is just to run away from these things.
0: Mm-hmm. These things are too strong for you.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I-, I think of like the Crash Bandicoot, like boulder chase where that, that was the whole thing is so you're running away from a boulder to get to the exit. Like yeah. little things like that just add other elements to the game or where it's like you have to like correctly put like different lily pads together in like a puzzle so that way mm-hmm. you can hop across the great marsh or something. And who knows if the Great Marsh will even be there.
2: Yeah, maybe.
3: I'm thinking, like, the puzzle elements of Zelda, but now adding that into Pokemon.
2: For me, the main thing is it's going to be about catching the Pokemon, but if that's, like, 90% of what you do, then it's just let's go all over again.
0: That's why I think you want, like, the big bosses of each. Yeah. Of, like, eight. Like, if you do a chapter structure, you make the big bosses, the legendaries. Maybe maybe Heatran will finally be a relevant Pokemon. Oh. (laughs) Uh, uh, Maybe it'll have a story. I don't know what Heatran's story is.
2: What would actually be cool, now that you mention Heatran, is... So, you're out there, essentially doing a catalog of all the Pokemon that are about. But what if, at several points in the story, the town that you're using as your home base, as a specific need... And you need to go mm. out there and find the Pokemon that will fix the problem for the town.
0: I laughed at some, an idea I had uh, where it's like there are Charmanders and you have to spread the the Charmanders to the different towns that exist yeah. and make everyone love Charmander. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but I, I like that idea when kind of like
3: almost like Pokemon Ranger-esque where you have mm-hmm. to catch something to help you.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like we need muscles. So go catch us fighting types to help with this.
2: Yeah. yeah. I I thought of it because you mentioned Heatran, and well, Sinnoh is based on a cold region, so mm-hmm. and there's With no a fire volcano. types. <laughs> I mean, it, it has a volcano in the middle, but the rest of it is cold.
0: I mean, Coronet's not even a volcano. The volcano is Mount Stark, all the way on its own little land base.
2: Yeah, yeah true.
3: Well, like that that's the fun part is like that. I'm really looking forward to is learning the lore of Sinnoh because yeah. Sinnoh's always been my favorite region, and. I'm just excited to learn more about the history behind it and what other possibilities are going to be there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think we really can talk perfect. about so. But I do want to ask this question. What starter would you be picking? Rowlet. Right. Cyndaquil. I was going to go with Cyndaquil as well. I love Cyndaquil.
2: <laughs> I, I,
0: I always pick it in Gen 2. Uh,
3: yeah, it's my go-to as well. Oh, I can't say that. I like Bayleaf, but I like Cyndaquil a lot.
2: <laughs> I picked Cyndaquil the first time I... Played through Gen Two, and then I always picked Chikorita because uh, by the time I played again, my love for Grass types had just solidified.
0: Mm, uh, let's see. I uh, I also always pick Asherat in uh, Gen Five, but that's because of the necessity of having a Pokemon with Surf. So
2: mm.
0: yeah, because uh. you don't get one until like late in that game. <laughs> but I've seen Piplup in the trailer, so uh,
3: yeah. yeah I- I- it's it's going to be interesting. Right? Like, I wonder if we're going to have like almost like. The, like, riding mechanics where you can ride on Pokemon again. Cause that seems like something that would be there where it's like, oh, cool, you can catch this Luxray and so that you can ride the Luxray around.
0: <laughs> I guess going back to, uh, the remakes, hopefully they fix eight gems. That, that's something
2: yes, that needs to be. That's about. important. But <laughs> going back to riding Pokemon, there's a supposed leak that, apparently came with the actual leak of the trailer for Legends Arceus. It seems that in that one, the character is riding a Pokemon, but it's not possible to identify the Pokemon from that image.
0: Like, you can kind of see it. It's just not a Pokemon we know. Uh, so it might be a stand in it.
2: Yeah, it might be, because it looks vaguely like a saucebuck, like a spring saucebuck, but the but back of it white. doesn't match the saucebuck. Yeah, so it's hmm. more pale.
3: People are even saying there there could even be
0: new Pokemon, better yeah. are- things that went extinct and exactly time yeah. period that aren't
2: possible. That would be amazing. Like if we, the problem is everyone is thinking that this game is set several centuries in the past. There's a very interesting YouTube channel, uh, Lost in Luxin and Noggin, and they worked out that it's probably actually set like in the second half of the 19th century. Like probably like mm. the eighteen eighties, eighteen nineties, maybe uh, mm. they okay. give some very good historical reasons for that. It works out pretty pretty well. Well,
3: so instead of it being like hundreds and hundreds of years, it's more like one to two hundred years. It's like a century or two. Yeah, yeah.
2: like a hundred 30 years in the past, 140, maybe 50. So it's not that far back that you would have, like, that you would find, like, the original forms of the fossil Pokemon.
0: No, no. You would find recently extinct Pokemon that exactly. wouldn't have fossils yet.
2: But nothing like, oh, uh, you know, the original form of Basiodon or whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. No, please, no. <laughs> Which, uh, I mean, it would have been interesting. Who knows? It's <laughs> just, I, d- I don't see that happening because of the time frame. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't expect current fossils to be found.
2: No. No, no. Well,
0: I mean, maybe because they're just randomly in the wild in Crown Tundra. Like, I guess they could have those mm. guys wandering. I,
3: I mind, guess. But, like, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be cool to see, like, a Rampardos or a Bastiodon, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe there's a whole underground as well that we get to explore. Ooh. Probably not, but...
2: Probably not, yes. Simply for the reason that I don't see them, like, giving us an underground of a region that's known for having an underground that is not the underground that you already know.
0: You're the one who gets to... You You start the underground. That's what it is.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Interesting.
0: I, I think a lot of it's going to focus though on Mount Cornet.
3: Like... Oh, yeah. That's the whole point.
2: Yeah, it is very prominent in this trailer.
0: Well, that's where all the legends are based around, because Mount Cornet was created first, isn't it? Or something like that.
2: Hmm. Mm -hmm. See, you're talking about Sinnoh, and I just don't remember anything about Sinnoh. So I can't help you there. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) When you said before, Claude, that you're excited about finding out the history of Sinnoh because you love Sinnoh so much... Sinnoh so, is possibly my least favorite region and the one I am the least interested about. But I mean, I'm mean, i still excited it, about this game because it's a new kind of game.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm excited because it's new and it's fresh.
2: Yeah. I, I and guess the
0: only other thing then that's left to talk
3: about is Snap. Snap 2.
2: Snap has my love simply because it has Minior.
3: So, mm, that's if, great it, if it's the same Pokemon Snap as it was that we originally know... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worth a full $60. And I might be the only crazy person out there saying that.
0: No, 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 no. I agree. I'm waiting for a discount. I'm waiting for a discount. I'm not
3: buying it a lot. Because, like, if it's just taking pictures of Pokemon, like, yes, some that's of this, like, it looks great, it looks very pretty. But if that's
1: it.
2: Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm not it paying doesn't $60. Feel like a complete game. It's like an interactive no. version of the Glimwood Tangle stream. No, thank you.
0: it's a rail shooter uh yeah i'm probably gonna wait till it drops to like 50 45 to pick it up
2: yeah 45 sounds fair yeah i i'm
3: there needs to be something else with it besides just taking pictures and like because it seems like oh cool you can do pictures and then you can like photoshop your pictures
2: yeah i mean that was that was like an entire feature that was attached to a whole pokemon game in gen 7 so, it's not yeah. worth the full price, you know?
3: No. Like, it's one of those things where if someone streams it, oh, sure, I'll watch it and I'll get the entire satisfaction out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can totally see them being like, oh, cool, we're going to tie something into this. And if you have both save files of that and Sword and Shield, you get this Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even that, I'm It not sounds sure.
2: like something they would do, and it's very sad. I was thinking they could put some mini games in it, but they probably won't. They'll do what you said. And it's going to be sad.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess to make it worth it is I would need to like, there needs to be something else besides just taking pictures. Like if there yeah. was like a, like a Wi-Fi or like an online, like, all right, you both are on the same track. Who can like snap more Pokemon? Who can Pokemon? make the
0: most points? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Or who can get the best Pokemon or like the best like picture? based oh, off of man. their like rating scale, that adds at least a competitive element to it. Because right now it seems like it's just, take pictures, good job.
2: You know what they should have done? They should have had a co-op mode where like one of you snaps the picture and the other one like throws the Illumina orbs or steers the thingy. Oh, and yeah. That would have been amazing. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think that's going to be there. They haven't announced it, yeah. so...
0: Or going off what Claude said, it's like, here are three Pokémon that you will be graded on Mm -hmm. against the other people in this. Yeah. Get pictures of them. Yeah.
3: Because, like, that's the only way I can see it being worth the $60. All right, cool. There's now an online, like, competitive. You all take – you all are on a random track. That's, like, Pokemon around it always vary. And then you just take pictures. Whoever has the greatest picture wins that, gets points. Points go towards something. I don't know. Like – Mm-hmm. upgrading your cart or upgrading your camera or
2: you get but new even then it's stickers. just like
3: yeah I- i'm missing the element that wants to keep it involved
2: yeah mm. it's like maybe it's not gonna be four hours like the original one maybe it's gonna be 12 but it's still a 12 hour rail shooter for 60 dollars that's a bit much mm-hmm. i don't know i'm still gonna buy it I don't know if I'm going to like wait for a discount like you, Sigma. Simply because um, I'm probably going to want it um, digital, and they almost never have discounts on digital. Yeah,
0: you're in Europe. You can still get the vouchers.
2: I see. When you talked about that, I don't know what they are. I'm going to look into it. Uh,
0: you, you, on the shop page, you go to the uh, you go to the Nintendo Online section, and it's like here you can buy two, you buy a voucher. For Mm -hmm. like a hundred bucks or you buy two vouchers for a hundred bucks. So you get two games for a hundred dollars.
2: Oh, okay. I'll I'll look into that. That's what it is. That's interesting. Thank you.
0: Like if that was around, I probably would get snap at launch, Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's really good if you go digital.
2: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I was a fan of carts and now that the save is on the console and not on the cart. It just doesn't make sense anymore. Like I find myself mm-hmm. going, "Ooh, I really want to play this game," and then I, oh, but it's on a card, and it's not the card I have in the system right now. That's too <laughs> much of a hassle. I'll just play something else. Have mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah, no, ninety uh, percent of my games are on on download. Like I have Breath of the Wild because I bought it at launch, and mm-hmm. uh, one other game because it was super cheap.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, I've been lazy with since COVID. I've moved everything digital just because it's easier. But it's I like so having much physical copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if it wasn't for like Amazon shipping being so slow, I would be getting more things digital. I mean, uh, physical.
2: Yeah. I mean, the one thing I've bought physical lately is Ring Fit Adventure because like you need it physical Uh, because you have the thingy. thingy, But it makes it
0: better for at least you don't have to be like, well, now I have to change carts to put it in.
2: Exactly. It's, uh, I'm not used to it anymore, so it Seems like it's too much work. I used to do it all the mm-hmm. time on the 3DS. I've gotten lazy. Right.
0: Uh. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> I think we can lock down this topic. And I think we can conclude that we are going to buy those games. And we're crossing our fingers that we are satisfied with them. I think we're probably going to be. I mean, it's Pokemon games. We love Pokemon games. It's just, just put some sprinkles on top, guys. We, we want mm. the sprinkles.
3: Yeah. Uh, you don't just want plain vanilla ice cream.
2: Exactly, I love vanilla ice cream, but it needs some sprinkles, or some fudge, or some whipped
0: cream—something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> butterscotch. Let's go. Mm, yummy. Butterscotch. There we go.
2: Yummy. Well, um, I think we can float away on our dreamy butterscotch thoughts and move on to <laughs> the Pokemon of the episode. <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the Episode. The Pokemon of the Episode today is National Dex number 39, Jigglypuff, the Balloon Pokemon.
0: Its Fire Red Pokedex entry states It captivates foes with its huge round eyes, then lulls them to sleep by singing a soothing melody. Yes. Give me
3: one second and I will give you the Pokemon song entry. <laughs>
2: What? Oh, no. Oh,
3: yes, if you didn't know, there's a song all about Jigglypuff made by Pokemon.
2: Well, there's also a song about Slowpoke and one about Mimikyu. Should we sing all of them?
3: We should have sung them. Then Curl, think again. Power punch, you'll never win. Double slap, that's nothing new. Double ledge, you're bound to lose. Body slam, disable the real powers in the song. Yeah.
2: Thatch would never have let you do that. You're lucky I'm here today.
3: Thatch would have let me do it. He wouldn't have had a choice. I would have just started singing and he would have let it happen.
2: (laughs) Maybe. Love you, Thatch. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, Jigglypuff has a very good HP stat and then absolutely nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. Its HP is 115, which is great, honestly. And then it's it phenomenal. has an attack and a special attack of 45, which, you know, if it was a defensive Pokemon.
0: Sounds bad until you get to the rest of this. Actually,
2: <laughs> do
0: you think those are the next two highest stats?
2: But uh, its defense is 20, its special defense is 25. And its speed is 20. And you may be wondering, guys, what could have possibly possessed you to make this the Pokemon of the episode? And the reason is this VGC team.
3: Yes. In, in the land of Series 8, where everything is unrestricted, a hidden gem has emerged. The most unrestricted mod of Jigglypuff shines here today. And I only say that because McGee and I tested out this team and had a flawless time. Check out the Poke of the Episode video when it comes out, because we have a blast with it.
2: <laughs> I can't wait, it's gonna be hilarious. Anyway, the, the true star of the team, Jigglypuff herself, is holding a focus sash Because, well, we've listed off, it's the fences, quote-unquote.
0: Evie light wasn't gonna help it.
2: No, <laughs> it's no. the focus sash. Oh, it does. It has the ability Friend Guard. It has four defense EVs because why not? We didn't know where else to put them.
0: It's not
3: attacking. It yeah, it doesn't have an attacking move at all.
2: Exactly. It has 252 special defense and 252 speed, and I'm really curious to know what that lets it outspeed. Probably a Moongus. <laughs> Maybe it has a team in nature, though, so that helps as well.
0: I-, I think it hits 79 speed at level 50, mm. which isn't, like, nothing. No.
2: It, it will outspeed, like, slow
3: But it's for a- those of you that don't know, Friend Guard makes it so that your allies take 25% less damage.
2: Yup. Which
3: is a great ability. It really is, just not on anything that's that
0: good outside of Jigglypuff. It's Uncle Fairy, too.
2: And to further protect your allies, you get Ally Switch... Thunder Wave to slow down and possibly stop the opponent. Protect, because sometimes you want to live yourself. And then Perish Song, because sometimes you want other people to die.
0: Oh, okay, so I, I looked up the speed and Jigglypuff does not outspeed Lapras at max speed. It, it underspeeds by one. Wow. So anything slower than Lapras, it outspeeds. Yeah. So anything base 59 and below.
2: Fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of Lapras, the second member of our team is... A Gmax Lapras with the ability Shell Armor, holding Light Clay, with max HP, max Special Attack, four defense, and a Modest nature. It is rocking the moves Freeze Dry, Hydro Pump, Fissure, and Protect. And I'm guessing Fissure is so you can get a Gmax Ground move off and raise the Special Defense of all your team. You can hit those pesky Electric types that are bothering you. And it's, you know, a a good, you know, Hail Mary. It's a one
3: hit KO move.
2: Exactly. There are
3: certain times where your options of winning the game are hit this 30% move.
2: And,
3: you know, it's nice to have that.
2: It's like a double protect. Yeah, it's
0: roughly the same as a double protect. Like, it happens sometimes. Uh,
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's better than nothing.
3: Then uh, in the middle, we have Metagross with an assault vest, clear body, uh, 252 HP, 252 attack four special defense, adamant nature, bullet punch, stomping tantrum, thunder punch. That says bullet punch twice on my list, but it probably is like meteor mash. Oh, yes. Probably. That
2: sounds about right.
3: Yeah, Metagross is there just to take hits. The theme of the team is take hits, survive, because the longer you survive, the better things go. Especially with Jigglypuff. Uh, the way we played it was, if you get rid of two things on their team, and you bring in Jigglypuff and click Parasong, you just have to survive three turns, and you win. Yeah. Which is how we, we win games. So, this is just Assault Best Metagross that can go big if you don't want to bring Lapras. And just, you know, live hits, deal damage, raise your defenses.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It works. hmm And then we have our Restricted Mon, being one of the stallier restricted mons in Zygarde. Leftovers with the ability Power Construct, which means when its HP is below half, all right, is it half?
0: It, its HP like doubles again.
3: Yeah, yes. it like doubles again, and he goes into
0: full form father mode. Yeah. It gets a little slower. It gets a little bulkier. A yeah.
2: little bulkier? I still Very have bulky. nightmares from the time Seth Viola used this against me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh.
3: But Zygarde has 252 HP, 4 defense, 252 special defense, careful nature, thousand arrows, your only attacking move that you need, Uh, substitute, coil, and protect. This thing wants to just sit there and survive hits. It works great if you can get a Jigglypuff to parrot song something, your Jigglypuff will faint, Zygarde comes in and you can set up. Or you can set up alongside Jigglypuff, and what are they going to do to you? Nothing. Because they're never going to attack with Jigglypuff. That's why you ally switch. And it, like it, it's, it it works
0: works really really well.
2: It's beautiful,
0: mm-hmm. and it's appropriate that we Zygarde is not the Pokemon of the episode because it wasn't even it didn't even get its own game.
2: <laughs>
3: no, it didn't get its own game, so it doesn't deserve Zygarde. it. It doesn't even have its own song. How can yeah. we even let it be a Pokemon of the
0: episode? Right, right. Sorry, little buddy. Anyways, uh, we clean up the team with like your staple Pokemon on a VGC team. We have Incineroar with the Figgy Berry and Intimidate because it's an Incineroar. Max HP, 100 in defense, 156 in special defense. It's just a bulky boy. Uh, I'm sure those numbers mean something. Sassy nature, because we're running mixed offenses with Flare Blitz and Snarl. Uh, you have Fake Out, because we're an Incineroar. And we have Parting Shot, because we're an Incineroar. Fun times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then last slot is a G-Max Rillaboom because it's just a really good Pokemon. Yeah. Holding a Miracle Seed, but if you don't have a Miracle Seed and you're trying to build this team for yourself for some reason, you can run in Rose Incense because I believe it's the exact same thing. Yep.
2: Mm. Interesting. Yeah.
0: And you can buy those. It's weird. In this game, you have to steal like the boosting items for the starters or get lucky and buy them in the market. But wow. But Rose Incense and Wave Incense do the same thing and you can buy them. So. Yeah. Anyways. Grassy Surge, max HP, max attack, a little bit in defense, Adamant Nature. Standard, Grassy Glide, and Fake Out. Less standard, Knock Off, and Taunt. Rillaboom has like 10 moves that it wants to use, so. Mm. I think
3: everything on this team has max HP besides Julie Puff.
1: Yes! (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious.
3: The team is meant to live hits and, like, stall. You have Fake Out. So that's what I'm saying. With the Parasong strategy... Something goes down, alright, cool. Incineroar comes in, like after parting shotting out, fakes out something. Now they don't they can't break your sash and kill Jilly Puff. Yeah. So like and then you get to protect every other turn. And you can alternate between different mons, and it becomes a very annoying team to actually break. And Rillaboom is useful specifically for Trick Room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because it can taunt. Yeah, right it out. can taunt. And you can even have you have Incineroar as well. Like Incineroar was like critical to our team.
0: Rillaboom handles like Dusclops really well. Yeah. With knockoff and taunt,
3: yeah. Yeah, in that, in that matchup, you just bring Incineroar Rillaboom as your lead, and they can follow me all they want, but you're gonna- doesn't Fake Out go first, or no?
0: Fake Out is a plus three, follow me is plus two.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. so Fake Out will stop the follow me, and suddenly it's taunted, and now he's gone. And now, what's it gonna do?
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is absurd and majestic at the same time.
3: Yeah. Check out the poke of the episode, It it is a lot of fun to watch. McGee and I have a blast on stream. We get we get bits every time we hit Fisher. It was great.
2: <laughs> that sounds so mean. Well, while we wait for the episode to actually come out on our YouTube channel. I think we can move on to our last segment, the mailbag.
0: It's mail time. You got me. your emails.
2: You got me. And welcome to The Mailbag! This segment, as always, is brought to you by our extremely fictional sponsor, Green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hoops! Hubs. Hubs. That was amazing! So, every week we give you an email prompt, you can answer that prompt, you can write in about anything you like, as long as you do it, Podcast at gmail.com Your email may be read on the show, Or sometimes it may end up in the extended mailbag segment when we manage to get around to do it. Our first email today is from... they didn't really give us another name, so I'm gonna call her Brianna. Brianna writes, happy 25th Pokeversary, Puckle crew, I hope you are all doing well. Thank you, we hope you're doing well too. I was wondering if any of you are doing anything to celebrate Pokemon's birthday. I started a new Nuzlocke on the 27th, so yes. What about you guys? I
3: played some Pokemon.
0: I watched that concert.
3: Oh, uh, I didn't watch the concert. Too.
2: Hmm. Was it any good?
0: It was. It was weird. It was weird.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was fun to
3: look at. It
0: was. It was nice to look at. There was vibing Umbreon. Vibing Umbreon was cool.
2: Vibing Umbreon, I've seen. It's it's everywhere.
0: <laughs> it's I liked vibing Umbreon.
2: Yeah. And the
3: clouds. The clouds are cool.
2: Yeah. I, for one, am going through Gen Four in my goal to complete the national decks in every Gen. I previously wrote to you about nearly being done with my Gentry run, and after some time off of Pokemon games and some real-life stuff preventing me from playing, I found a way to be able to continue my master quest. Well good luck on your quest! On to the topic. We all knew the Diamond and Pearl remakes were coming, it was a matter of when. I for one really enjoyed the art style. Sure, it's not what everyone expected, but I think it's a safe choice. As others have said, my worry is how faithful it is to the original. And aside from the quality of life from the last four gens, if there is going to be extra content? Oh, these are great questions. <laughs> the same ones we had.
3: It's almost like we had a topic about this today.
2: Mm, I mean, it's like a very fair topic. Yeah, I know. I don't think this will be better than HeartGold and Soul Silver. I mean, what could possibly be? Nothing. But I would like an extra area or a new story beat. Maybe in the post game, there could be something that can tie into Pokemon Legends Arceus. I would like that. Mm -hmm.
3: interesting
2: very interesting either way I'll still get them and they'll be fine but I'm not the biggest gen 4 fan so I don't have the nostalgia for it to be upset with if it's just a 1 for 1 remake just slightly disappointed see that's pretty much my perspective like worst case scenario I might get a Sinnoh game that is not so slow that I forget it while I'm playing it (laughs) Pokemon Legends Arceus on the other hand looks very interesting an open world Pokemon game is nearly upon us? This clearly has to be in response to how well received the Wild Area is. Mm, possibly, I I don't know that they could have like thought of it in response to the reception of the Wild Area. I think the Wild Area was a trial run.
0: Yeah, it's like hey, let's try this out. Yeah, I think the Wild Area worked okay for what it was. Uh, it definitely yeah. needs improvements going forward, but
2: yeah, but uh, like in the in the DLC, it worked. Really well.
0: Oh yeah, DLC showed me that they know they know the direction they're taking. Yes, yeah. I-, I think the cave system in Crown Tundra is probably one of the better ones we've had in games for the past few generations. So,
2: like, it actually makes sense.
0: <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. I usually don't get into speculation about things and what the story could be, but with Dialga and Palkia and how time travel could be involved, one thing I notice is. They say you are on a quest to fill out Sinnoh's first Pokédex for a certain Professor. What are the chances it could be a time-displaced Professor Oak? Maybe a young Oak? I could be reading too much into it because they didn't name the Professor. And thinking too much about the time-space dynamics the Box Legends offer, but that could be a great reveal. So, I love this idea. I do think that whenever they use certain in a trailer, it's just a... A translation from the Japanese, where that word doesn't have the same exception that it does in English, but still, it's an interesting thought. And I would love, like, if the professor had something going on besides being a professor. Like, there's so much stuff that you can do with a prequel, and I hope they don't, like, squander that potential. Beyond Pokémon Legends, what could this mean for the future of the series? Could Gen Nine have an open world where you could battle any gym leader you want and have them scale to the number of badges you have? That's something I've wanted since Pokemon Origins, where Brock chose his Pokemon based on the fact that Red didn't have any badges yet. Oh, that would be
0: yeah, that was cool. Giovanni did the same thing, didn't?
3: Like, I
2: I don't remember. Probably.
3: Yeah, that's an interesting concept that I think could be implemented. It's just unless they put like a hard level cap. Hmm you can become overpowered way too easily.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a it's a bit weird.
0: I feel like you could do it for like a segment of three gyms. It's like, depending on how many badges you have, each gym has its own difficulty. That way you're not making eight different teams. You're only yeah. making like three.
2: I don't know. Like it's, it would be extremely hard to balance, but it would be extremely cool if they actually managed to pull it off. Of-
3: yeah, I think that, that's the only issue is balancing the game yeah. at that point.
2: Uh, anyway. And could Legends be a new series of titles they do for different regions? I think so. I hope so. Simply because it's not called Pokemon Arceus or Pokemon Legend of Arceus. It's called Pokemon Legends subtitle Arceus. That immediately implies that it's a series and it's something I'm really excited about. Because if Sinnoh is the region that I care the least about, it can only get better from here. <laughs>
0: I mean, there there are a lot of cool stories they could explore, like...
2: Yeah.
0: The burning of Brass Tower.
2: Oh, that, that's oh, what yeah? she says. Uh, she says, Most regions have their own interesting mythology that would be great to see, like how the tower burned down and Lugia relocating to Whirl Island and seeing the original version of the mythical beasts or the musketeer Pokemon in action, saving Pokemon from, you know, that fire in the forest and the humans and stuff. Maybe even the Pokemon War in Kalos. Oh.
1: Ooh.
2: The origins of the Tapus, of the possibilities with this series are there, and I'm interested in seeing where it's going. Take care and enjoy your week. Wow.
0: I actually made that joke earlier this week, Pokemon Legends Floette.
2: <laughs> um, I would buy five copies of that. Right? I, you don't even know. I would I would scream with joy if they announced that.
0: Oh, Floette would be so fun. Ooh.
2: I'm the only person on Earth who actually enjoyed the Gen Six plot. I liked. The- I thought it was fine. I liked the
0: games. Team Flare was just garbage. Yeah, it's
2: like it's an amazing plot, like an absolutely amazing plot with the most abysmal pacing in history. But it's an amazing plot. Anyway, thank you for this great email, Brianna. We're going to move on to Pegasus, I believe.
3: Yes. Hey, y'all, I go by Pegasus. I've been listening for about four years now, but just recently joined the Discord server. Well, thanks for joining. I'm very excited for both games, but I think the better way to put it would be anxious. I'm hoping that BDSP, I will never get used to that, uh, is not just a copy and paste of the original and that it gets to the ORAS treatment. Like something like the Delta episode with new forms. I'm hoping for the same thing.
2: Yeah, the thing is, like, we were thinking about the Arceus episode, and now that's an entire other game. So I think, you know, like, the
0: Shaman episode I
2: would good. like the Shaman episode, or, uh, as they said last week, the Darkrai and Cresselia episode.
0: I, I feel like, yeah, Darkrai seems like the easier one, just because it's related to a Pokemon that's already in the game, right? Well, yeah. you have
3: the area in the game already for exactly. Shaman too, so they might just have, like, a legendary episode. With all of them. Which I think. They, be okay they with. could
0: do both. And I'd be perfectly okay with that. It's Manaphy and RCS I could see being like tied to hey, if you have data on Legends RCS, it gives you the Azure flute. That would be a cool way of doing
3: it. I, I can totally see there being some sort of tie
0: back into the game. Like It's that. like, oh, we read your game data.
2: They could do a DLC for the they stuff. Yeah.
0: I don't think you need DLC for that though, because Yeah. It's just the item.
2: You don't need it, but they might want to sell it to you. <laughs>
0: I mean, they're already making enough money selling such a a small game.
2: Exactly, but, you know, <laughs> such is the way of the world.
0: Seeing the new Megas from LRS
3: added so much excitement to those games and allowed us to get new Pokemon without actually getting a new Pokemon. Same. I think that adding in mechanics from the current generation shows a connection between the two regions. Example, like Johto Sinnoh,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Hoenn Kalos. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. But I personally think the uh, the reveal cycle of BDSP will be extremely boring if nothing new is added to the games. Probably. Yeah. I think by Faithful Remix, they meant more along the lines of how the game looks and the areas in the game staying most of the same. A lot of people are talking faithfully too too seriously. They're going to want to build hype around the game, and that's not possible
0: without having anything new. Uh, I think that's part of Arceus coming out so quickly after though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's not a year between Diamond and Pearl and Arceus, right? There's yeah, no, th- probably like five, six months. They they know the one that th- people are going to be excited about, right? Yeah. So. yeah.
3: I noticed that we haven't seen the box art, and uh, I think we could get new forms of Dialga and Palkia on the box. I think we already have Primal Dialga somewhere.
0: Uh, technically, it's a mistranslation of evil Dialga, but yes. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm also excited for Legends Arceus. But since this is the first of its kind, I'm trying not to come up with too many ideas be- about it because we have no idea what the game could be. Anyways, what are y'all's thoughts on new forms for these games and an expanded story for Giratina? Ooh, hmm. the Giratina episode. I
0: mm. could see that. That the Turnback Cave is not a not a good dungeon.
3: No, but the Distortion World was great.
0: that be the cool.
2: Distortion World was amazing. And now it's actually in 3D.
0: I would be very disappointed if it were Turnback Cave and not Distortion World. Yeah.
2: No.
3: Anyways, thank you all for making my week better every time I listen. I wish everyone the best.
2: Oh, thank you. You too. Well, thank
0: you, Pegasus. I
3: believe we got one more email. Yes.
2: Yeah. And it's from Bam.
0: Bam. Hello, Puckle Crew. Bam here with my thoughts on po- the Pokemon Day presentation. I want to start with a Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Thank you for saying Shining Pearl, because I'm not getting that one, and I, I actually don't remember what the S stands
2: for in the <laughs> I always want to, like, switch them around for some reason.
0: Mm-hmm. My eyes are on Diamond. I could care less what Pearl is called. I just Blame. I just call it Pearl Remake or SP. See, I, I'm, I'm in the debate because I,
3: Palkia's my favorite legendary, but Skuntank would only be in Diamond.
2: Oh. Ooh. I'll trade you a Skuntank.
0: i might have to take you up on that offer (laughs) all right moving on though but actually with my fiance's thoughts it turns out that she is the target audience for these remakes she is a very casual player that played a lot of pokemon pearl back in grade school and loves any game with the chibi art style she freaked out when i showed her pictures of what the remake looks like
2: huh This is interesting.
0: I played a lot of Diamond back in the day. That's when I first started breeding Pokemon. For Yeah, same. But without Ivies, it was mostly like, I need the nature. I need the nature.
3: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's when I first learned about Ivy breeding. And I remember going up and down. Oh, was it Salacia Town? Yeah,
0: just up and down that path. That route. Quicksand. Oh, oh.
2: By the way, speaking of Solacea Town, I saw a post on Tumblr. That was like a screenshot of an NPC in that town saying years and years ago, there was just one road going through here and then the houses started collecting. That's probably (laughs) the village from Legends Arceus. It's that town.
3: The other thing I remember is in Fugo Ironworks, if you like held, I used to tape down like the down arrow Mm -hmm. and then just go back and forth on the little like spinny like platforms Mm -hmm and leave to Pokemon the daycare, wake up next morning, maybe level 100. And I'd be like, yes. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like the bike in, uh, what was it, on the little slidey slips in Gen 3?
3: Or in Gen, uh, yeah, or in Gen 6, when you could just press, like, the down right with, like, a penny underneath your
0: stylus, and it would just go in a circle forever.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, good times with those games. Good times. So, what are my thoughts on BDSP? I do not mind the art style. I would have preferred it to be in the art style of Octopath Traveler or Bravely Default 2, but I am fine with what we have. I started playing Pokemon in Generation 2, but it was Generation 3 when I really got into the franchise. I remember being so hyped to go to the store and pick up Pearl when it first came out, and getting that Palkia Stylist pen was way too big. Yes, it was. <laughs> my, my poor Dialga's... Tail broke off. (laughs) It was so heavy. Oh, I remember that. I stopped playing Pokemon around the time Gen 5 came out, but every once in a while I would start a new playthrough of Pearl, and I think that is the only reason I decided to come back to Pokemon in Gen 6. So, long story short, I am very nostalgic for these remakes. I am scared that these games will literally just be Diamond and Pearl but on the Switch, but I am excited nonetheless. I'm actually okay if that's what ends up happening because Diamond and Pearl are so heavily dependent on the stylus in their games that they, they need just a straight up remake on the Switch. Mm -mm -mm. That's it. That ends up what happens, right? Like you can't port Diamond and Pearl. Like that's just not doable. You can port gens three and earlier. You can port gen five too. Like they stopped using the touchscreen in that game for some reason.
1: It wasn't as
0: necessary. Uh, but Diamond and Pearl like really cared about that stylus. Yeah. so it, it needs the remake to fit on the So we're
2: like very excited to be on the DS. Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Same with like heart gold soul silver with the Pokeathlon oh, Like so gosh. much stylus work. So much stylus work. Yeah. However, there are three things that I want the games to fix at a minimum. First one is to make the games faster. Yes, please.
2: Please. Please. Please.
0: <laughs> I assume this is a given. But until I see the HPR Bar on a blissy drop to zero. I am putting this on my wish list. Seconded. <laughs> yeah, please. Secondly, I want them to improve the decks. The Diamond and Pearl decks is easiest, the worst decks we have ever had. I think if they add the Platinum decks with all the dual slot Pokemon, then the decks will start to look a lot better. Yeah, that's like yeah. two hundred and ten Pokemon, which is mm-hmm. perfectly fine for a game. Like, yes. Yeah, especially a remake that's not adding newer Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, Two ten is a perfect size. That that's the same number that uh Oras had too. So I don't even mind four hundred. Like four uh, hundred not a... bad. I like four hundred for like new games. Yeah, I think two like two fifty, two hundred to two fifty is good for a remake.
2: Yeah, it's fair. It's very fair.
0: Lastly, I want them to remove HM's. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I think we all do. I do not know how they will do it, and I do not care. But I want BDSB to make it so I don't have to go back and play the DS versions of the game, unless I miss the sprites. One way to do that is to completely remove HMs, so I don't have to use BDOOF on everything
2: throughout the game. <laughs> That's right!
0: Because <laughs> it gets, like, the all eight or something. The
2: best HM slave ever!
0: It learns, like, four or five of them. Like
2: Yeah, <laughs> because just it devolves it into a in water type.
0: Yep, it gets waterfall, sir. If It gets. I think it gets rock climb. Gets I caught. think it does. Th- that brings
3: me. That brings up the question in my mind: Is are they going to give us the EXP share?
2: Mm, yeah, right. Probably.
3: I, I expect it. I'd- I I would love that. That would save me so much grinding.
2: Yeah,
0: I had a lot to say about BDSB, so I will keep my thoughts on Legends quick. The main thing I want to say is that people keep talking about how innovative the game is and how TPCI is taking a big step forward. This just confuses me. The only thing we know so far is that the game is the wild area, with the ability to throw Pokeballs and seamless transitions into battle. Now the games do not come out for another year, so I expect there to be a lot of new and interesting stuff, but we have no idea. I'm not too big of a fan of open world games, so what I'm excited about is the story. A story in the past that involves Arceus sounds amazing. I really hope they include a part of the story about how Sith Biritoom was made.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The most exciting part about Legends is that they fixed Cyndaquil, and it has its flames on the whole time.
3: Yes! But it doesn't need to have flames on the whole time. That's the whole
1: point.
0: Yeah, but but the, the XY sprite, it was so sad. It yeah. Was so so sad. Yeah.
3: Oh, I, I, I know, but it should be on and off.
0: Like, when he attacks, it should be on and so We don't like to talk about Derpy Typhlosion. Derpy Typhlosion is a a sad thing. I mean. Anyways, sorry for rambling on so long, but I have a lot of excitement for the next year of Pokemon. Keep up the great work. Bam!
2: (laughs) Thank you, Pam. Oh, wow. These were, like, really good emails. I personally have a preference for the Green Taurus badge, but I want to hear from you guys first.
3: I kind of like the first one that you read.
2: Same, I wanted to give it to Brianna. So that's two votes out of three, and that's enough. Brianna, you win the Green Taurus badge, you can come to our Discord server, and you can join the Green Taurus badge gang. We have way too many gangs on the server. It Mm. sounds like an unseemly place, and it's really not. But anyway, as usual, if you want more puckly goodness in your life, the first and foremost thing you should do, if you haven't already is join our Discord server. We hang out there, we chat, we have tournaments, we have trades, we have battles, we have clubs, gangs, and everything else you could possibly wish for from a Discord server. There's a link in the show notes that you can follow to sign up for the server. Another thing you can do is follow us on YouTube, subscribe there, and see all the videos that these amazing guys are putting out. The Pokemon of the episode battles are just one of the things we do there, so you should subscribe to make sure you lose none of our content. Also, we usually stream on Twitch at least twice a week. The handle there is the Puckle Podcast because there was a snafu at some point in our history. <laughs> we are Puckle Podcast, just plain Puckle Podcast everywhere else, and you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, even on Tumblr. If you're like me and you go there, I don't recommend it, but you can. And if all of this is not enough for you and you want even more and you think we should do more and you want to help us do more, you can join our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash podcast. There's various tiers you can support us at and you get different perks at the different tiers, like giveaways, there's access to a special chat on the Discord, and all that. Also, Thatch's undying love and affection. But that's only at the highest tier. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, Thatch. I'm selling you out while you're not here. I'm a bad person.
0: He won't even listen to this. It's fine. He's not gonna listen to the segment. It's fine.
2: If you don't think he listens to every single episode that he's on, you're looting yourself. (laughs) He's very serious about this. But anyway... (laughs)
0: I mean, there was a precedent for him to have to check that the episodes didn't go awry when he wasn't here.
2: I mean, it's it's a very fair worry on his part. I hope we did okay enough, but...
0: <laughs> I think he doesn't have to worry about us. No.
2: No, we're, we're well behaved. Like some other people. But anyway... <laughs> we just have
3: a little bit more fun when he... You, you know, when Papa's away, the kids will play.
2: Yup.
0: We didn't even need a censorship in this one. It's fine.
2: Yes. Wow, go us. We're so polite. And speaking of politeness, it is time for us to take our leave. I have been the fluffiest whimsicott.
0: I've been R Sigma. And I've been Claude
2: Nine. And here in the wonderful Lavender Town radio tower, it's once again.